The All Souls Forum is a production of the Unitarian Universalist Church at 4501 Walnut Street in Kansas City, Missouri. Each week they present a public forum whose mission is to deal with significant issues, especially those that involve ethical values of the contemporary world and to promote critical thinking. So, without further ado, here is this week's production of the All Souls Forum. Good morning. Welcome to the forum. My name is Craig Vollen. I'm a member of the forum committee. Um, and I appreciate it uh, because this is going to be repeated on KKFI. I appreciate it if you would do what I'm going to do here and turn off your uh, your cell phone. Uh, this morning, we're happy to have Clark Acapool. Uh He's uh, a volunteer with uh, Moore Squared. And he's going to talk to us about um, uh, why should the police department in Kansas City, Missouri, be supervised or controlled by the state of Missouri, which is a very good question. And we're very thankful that he's here to uh, talk about that. So, Clark. Thank you. It's good to see you this morning. Um, my name is Clark Hanklepool. I'm a volunteer for Moore Squared, and I think most of you are well familiar with that, but uh, it's a good chance to give a plug for them. It's about 35 churches in the metro area of all denominations that uh, work both in Kansas City, Kansas, and Missouri uh, for um, racial justice and, and uh, economic equity. Uh, more squared is M-O-R-E times two, and that's Metropolitan Organization for Racial and Economic Equity. We couldn't find a longer name. <laughs> and I'm talking today, uh, actually, uh, I'm on the other side of that question, why should? It's uh, why don't we change that that process? And as you know, there is a movement uh, afoot in Kansas City now to, to make that change. There are several organizations besides Moore Square that are interested in that. The uh, uh, the Kansas City uh, Star editorial board has come out for this. Um, NAACP, um, there's um, Urban League and, and ACLU, and uh, our mayor has has come out for this too. So, uh, More Squared has a, a campaign, and before we get done with this, you'll be asked to participate in that. Uh, I'll go through briefly some of the the situation now, and some of the history of why we how we got here and why, and uh, then I'd like to go through a few police performance. Um, measures and talk about Kansas City Police in that process. And then uh, the strategy we have, and that's where you all come in, where we are asking uh, help for you. Well, why does the, the uh, Kansas City Police Department uh, uh, re report to the governor instead of to uh, local officials? Um, it's we are the only 
city in the country that has a city police department that is uh, run by the governor. The governor appoints a four-person commission, and then the mayor sets on that. Uh, the mayor can vote, but um, in our case, the mayor is often in the minority as, as it, uh, on the votes. Uh, there are several reasons why that's really a kind of a bad idea. Uh, just plain little fairness. Uh, why is it that we're the only city in the country that um, has to to go through the governor to get any change or 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 any um, movement if we want different kind of policing or or um, changes that way. Another is taxation. There's a state law. Um, last year, the state law said that uh, Kansas City had to spend the city itself had to spend twenty percent of its budget on the police. And the city has been doing that. Actually, last year they spent 23% of their budget on the police. Um, but no other city is required. Uh, uh, they they can manage their own budget. Um, and not only does the state tell the city how much money to spend, the state gives the city little or no input on how that money is spent. And that you may remember that uh, I think it's a little more than a year ago now, the mayor uh, got into a, a argument with the, the police commission and it got all the way to court. And actually, the police uh, commission won that lawsuit. The judge said basically that. The city had already appropriated the money to the police, and that additional money over the 20% uh, could not be changed, but they could do it uh, at the time of the budget. Uh, that law has been changed already, and I'll talk more about that a little later. But um, So it's a matter of not only just telling the city how much to spend, but we have little or no say about how that money is spent. And there's representation is another problem. Uh, in the last 18 years, only one person living east of Troost has ever served on that uh, five-person commission. Um, and in the last 17 appointees to that commission, uh, there's been three black people, one um, Latino, and no women of color. Everybody else, everybody else has been white and basically living along up and down um, the state line in the um, the more affluent area of Kansas City. And then there is the accountability problem. Um, you may recall that um, a couple of years ago, the city gave the commission extra money to create a police academy to uh, recruit and train 50 policemen. And the commission said, thank you very much. And a year later, there was no academy. They spent the money someplace else. And the city did not know anything about that until the Kansas City Star issued a um, um, uh, 
public um, um, disclosure on the the statistics of the of the police department, and that's how they found out that the money uh, went someplace else. Uh, they were not accountable to the city that asked asked them to do this at all. And with with no accountability, there just is very little transparency either. Um, uh, I read in the in the Tennessee Star just I think this this week that they were complaining again that the commission held a, a uh, meeting that should have been open to the public that wasn't, and and now they're uh, talking with them about that. I'm not sure where that will go. So those are some of the, I would say, injustices or uh, things that benefits that other uh, cities have that we don't have in how our police department is operated. And how did we get this way? Well, it started with the Civil War. Um, back in in uh, the 1860s, uh, well, in, I believe it was 59, 1859, there was a governor uh, uh, that was a uh, Confederate, and he, of course, was looking to turn Missouri into a, a slave state, and St. Louis had the second largest um, armory in the United States at that time. Uh, and as you can probably guess, they were getting ready uh, to take over the land from uh, Native Americans, and they needed an army and lots of uh, uh, firepower to, to do that. And so this the governor uh, simply went in and, and took the police department and, and control the armory at that time. Well, then with the beginning of, I believe it was uh, 1860, she was out of office and the new governor was a, a unionist. And um, so he took over the, the uh, police department and the armory. And they also took over the Kansas City's police department as well to try to control which way the state goes slave-wise. And it stayed that way until Mr. Tom Pendergast came along. And um, Tom's one of Tom's strengths was that he was able to really deliver a lot of Democratic votes to, uh, to the governor and uh, to... Uh, other uh, Democrats, too. and so he had the power to talk the governor into giving him control of the Kansas City Police Department. And um, I understand he really had control. He had full-time paid employees in the Kansas City Police Department. Uh, <laughs> um, but of course, you know, he got in trouble and uh, wound up in jail. And at that point, there was so much concern that the local mob would still control the police that city fathers gave it back to the governor. And there was probably a good reason for that at the time, but that's uh, several years ago now. <laughs> and then kind of the next movement about that was after Martin Luther King's assassination, uh, there were um, bad riots here in town. And 
so the mayor uh, appointed a commission and they did a study and uh, what can we do to avoid that kind of thing happen again? And of course, one of the things they suggested was get local control of the Kansas City Police Department. Well, it never happened. Um, St. Louis, uh, just a few years ago, I think it was four years ago, finally got their control back. But um, uh, Kansas City chose at that point not to go along with them at the same time. Of course, it takes a state law change to, to do that. So I'd like to talk a little bit more now about some of the metrics that um, um, I think make it important to, to do this. Changing local control, uh, and at this point, we are not in any we're not pushing for any particular way that might happen, but um, Moore Squared has taken the position that we would, um, there are lots of ways that could happen, uh, and and we don't, didn't want to argue about that at this point. We are looking to um, see how much support there is in the community, and, and of course, it'll take community uh, our support outside state as well, and we see that as a long-haul kind of thing. But the the um, there's local control itself will not fix problems or or improve things, but it will make it easier to do that if we if we it's no guarantee that it's going to uh, make things better. But if the community stays involved and we work, why we can improve the the quality of. Uh, uh, policing that happens in the Kansas City. And there is a lot of room for improvement. Um, I should back up and say that um, the opponents of this are, are uh, saying that this is anti-police, that it's going to defund the police, and it's going to, to uh, make things worse. That's not the, the approach from the group that are trying to make this change. Uh, we want to improve policing policies and make the police more effective and um, get to the place where the community is more supportive of the police than they are now. Uh, the hostility within the community to the police reduces the number of tips and the quality of the tips that they re they receive, and so it makes it harder to solve crimes. And um, it also um, makes it harder for the police to do the job all the way around. There is a a nonprofit national independent um, research organization in the country. Uh, it's called Police Scorecard. PoliceScorecard.org. You can you can Google it, and um, they collect public information and reports from police departments, all police departments in the country, uh, police departments and sheriff's departments, and together that's more than thirteen thousand different units that they are, and, and so they are not. Um, they're objective in the sense that they are not looking to be helpful or or 
or against Kansas City Police Department. That's one small area among thousands of other departments. And their main focus is to simply rate and rank on numerous variables um, how well police departments are doing. And so I have um, I would encourage you to Google police scorecard and take a look at that. You can find out about the program and who runs it and that sort of thing. But they also have dozens of um, different aspects. I'm just picking a few here that uh, uh, came to my mind. Kansas City ranks three among 104 major police departments. Uh, police scorecard divides up the, the police uh, departments by size, and the the departments that serve a population of 200,000 or 250,000 or more would be the, the area that uh, Kansas City is found. And there's 104 of those departments in the, in the country. Kansas City ranks number three among the 104 in the number of people they shoot per 10,000 arrests. Uh, in other words, there's 101 police departments that know how to do arrests with fewer shootings than Kansas City. Um, another um, similar kind of, of um, figure or, or metric that they, they pay attention to is that they say that 90% of the 104 departments. Uh, now, the first one was shooting, and, and that, of course, would be wounding people, too. But 90% uh, of the departments have fewer unarmed victims of deadly force. Uh, so both of those figures are eight-year averages. That's not because Kansas City had an outlier year that was particularly high one time. Uh, that is a pattern. And that pattern really does suggest to me that there is a culture of trigger happiness within this department that is different than most other large police departments. They found that um, blacks are arrested uh, a little, almost three times as often as whites in Kansas City, uh, and and that's counting uh, arrests for for um, low grades, small um, offenses, um, car tag, speeding, uh, not the uh, murder and and uh, violent crimes, and yet the the uh, contraband that they find when they make those arrests is essentially the same rate between white arrests and black arrests. So they aren't finding more problems with people they're arresting, but they police the, the black neighborhoods, colored neighborhoods, um, more intensely. And uh, uh, that, of course, is another reason why the um, community is not particularly friendly to the police. Currently, there are 15 black officers 
that have filed a complaint uh, on racial discrimination within the Kansas City Police Department. So that's another indication that there's probably some morale and and uh, cultural problems uh, at that way. There is a, a complaint department within the Kansas City Police Department that handles uh, citizen complaints. And 97 of the complaints that are brought to, uh, and these are now, these are still figures from this police scorecard, uh, that are brought before the police department are found in favor of the police. So 3% of the time they, they acknowledge that maybe their police officer did something wrong. Uh, but compare that to what's happened recently with lawsuits against the police. Uh, and this part is not from the, this is yeah. is local information I'm giving you now about the, the, uh, the lawsuits. In the last eight years, uh, over $10 million were paid out by the Kansas City Police Department. That's our tax dollars for police misconduct of one kind or another. And, and I used to think that was pretty bad. But if you've been following the news lately, uh, just this year, um, a total of $7,110,000 has been agreed to be paid out already this year. Uh, that includes uh, six cases uh, that uh, one of them is for $5 million and $900,000 of $725,325,000, and, and, uh, and other details of that. But it's a huge amount of money. And uh, it is uh, it's another way that that shows that there's really problems between the community and the police department. It also, I think, uh, uh, makes the community less responsive and less trusting, and and that cuts into the effectiveness of, of the police department. And this is not because Kansas City is starving the police department and, and they're, you know, they're running on shoestring and can't afford to, to do it right. Um, the uh, police scorecard ranks uh, Kansas City in, in the lower third of police departments and still the lower third of these 104 that I'm talking about in terms of uh, they spend more money uh, for the size of the community they serve than the other uh, two-thirds of, of the, these 104 departments. In other words, they're spending a lot of money in relation to the other departments, but yet uh, we're having these problems. They have an overall ranking that. Um, uh, is just a a collection of some of the other variables that the police scorecard uh, uses. Um, it's one of them is uh, police departments that don't focus on just the smaller um, 
crimes, but really work f focuses more on the major crimes and and uh, more serious crimes. And so, the police department that focuses on the on the serious crimes is rated higher than than the others. Uh, that's part of it. Uh, using less force uh, in uh, making arrests and dealing with the public is another part of that. Accountability and transparency uh, is another part of that. And then financial efficiency that I talked about just a little bit ago. And um, of the 104 police departments, Kansas City and, and uh, Chicago are at the bottom. Um, the two highest are Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte's uh, in North Carolina and El Paso, Texas, and everybody else is in the in the middle. Um, so there are problems, and there, I think there are ways that we could could. Um, uh, this there's there's lots of room that this police department could improve. Um, if they would would uh, work with city council and other interested groups uh, so what do we do about this what what's the strategy what would how would we approach this more squared is uh got a program that we're going to try to identify 44,000 uh, Kansas City, Missouri voters, and we're also interested in uh, Missouri voters in, in, included, uh, that would favor local control, just as a, in a basic principle. And that's where you come in. Um, uh, if um, uh, we have a, it's, it is not a, a petition, uh, it may come to a petition sometime later, but we are simply creating a database of the number of people that uh, we've talked to that would support local control. And so we have here uh, two clipboards with a place for you to sign your name and address and uh, your uh, uh, zip code. Or, well, yeah, your your address, but and also your your uh, email address. Now, More Squared will not publish those names. We are simply creating a database and we will, the, the approach we're going to take here is that once we've collected these, we will go to individual state senators and state representatives and say, we've talked to X number of people in your district that favor local control. Would you support a, a bill in the legislature? Uh, to make that change. And we're doing that this year and probably we'll be doing it again next year too. Uh, we think that in time that there will probably be a city referendum to this um, to this uh, idea, but uh, we're on this for the long haul and this is a, a first approach. So if you would support that, uh, that would be very good, except we would like a little more, too. And now, if you could give me the, the uh, yeah, it's up there already. Um, we have a form that makes this easy for you to talk to your friends and neighbors, um, relatives and enemies, even, and uh, uh, 
simply uh, get their opinion. And if they are if they are registered voters and are uh, supportive of uh, local control in general, then we would like to to uh, have their name and addresses so we can put them on the list to help talk to these politicians. And so I am today asking uh, if if that's something you would be interested in doing, uh, we have more of these sheets on the back side of those. And uh, before we leave, I'd be glad to give you one of those. And um, uh, you could, at your leisure in the next uh, two or three weeks or a month or whatever, talk to the people you know and ask them about that and then turn those in to me uh, later. And we will put those in the database. And that's primarily um, our first approach on this. Um, I do have some information about um, Proposition 4, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I thought at this point it would be a good time to open it for comments or questions that you might have. Thank you, Clark. And then we're now going to have questions and answers. Uh, one quick question I had is, the is the people you want to sign, do they need to be a resident of uh, Missouri? Yes, they do. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Hi. Hi. Um, how can we use uh, language effectively to uh, counter the whole idea that they're defunding the police? Well, obviously, it hasn't been too effective so far. Uh, uh, I think it's important to point out that this the city has voluntarily funded the police over and above what was required by the by the city, um, and the focus here is efficient, uh, effective policing and. Um, I think it's pretty well accepted that that takes money. You get what you pay for. And um, my experience in the community uh, is that um, it's not people not wanting to have police. Uh, and this is, I, I've had some experience in the inner city and, and the uh, black area, and they very much want and need police officers. And and they are not asking for less policing. They're asking for uh, safer uh, policing. So it it isn't a matter of how much money. It's a matter of, of working with the police uh, in a constructive, uh, supportive way. Uh, yes, policing is a very difficult uh, thing to do and it is dangerous and people are going to get hurt and there are times when the police need to shoot somebody um, there's no question of that but comparing to other departments there ought to be ways and, and I'm sure they know ways that can uh, do this without being uh, anti-police I'm sure you're aware that the city council has both in-district council persons and at-large council persons. 
and they don't all agree with each other on policies and what to do. So I understand that you're not advocating for a particular stance on how a new system would work, but nevertheless, the city council would have some input, presumably, on what would what would get done. So do you, do you what kind of problems do you anticipate might occur with the uh, differing standpoints and points of view of all the city council persons in relation to the police? I'm probably not very good at predicting the, the city council, um, but you're right. Uh, that's why we have district representation within the city, uh, North Kansas City and South Kansas City and East and Western parts have different needs and interests and, and approaches. And that will have to be worked out some way. I think that's a democratic process that will, um, at this point, we are not, we realize that's going to be the case, but um, we think that could be worked out if uh, if it was given the opportunity. I That has been part of the problem in that, um, uh, the various parts of the city feel like they are treated differently and and in ways they don't appreciate, I think. And their own representatives bring that to city council meetings and whatnot. I don't, but I don't have an answer how we're going to get there. Claudine here had a question. Uh, she wants to know how did the um, city of St. Louis manage to uh, regain control of their police department? What what did they do to actually make that happen? You know, I'm not really very good at that. Uh, I have talked to to a person, actually one of the, the employees at uh, More Squared now, that is from Kansas City, and she talked with me about that a little bit. But it was a matter of the the uh, groups in St. Louis coming together and and trying to develop a strategy and then convince the public that that was helpful. Uh, we have no illusions that the present um, legislature and governor are going to be supportive of that. Uh, but if it is clear that a, a large percentage of Kansas City supports that, I think that can change. That can move. Um, it's a matter of grassroots uh, getting together and and working on it. I think I, that's all I can say about it. It took them a hundred years, so it's not easy. Good morning. Our YouTube uh, um, monitor person, Craig LeBeau says, doesn't the commission help reduce the corruption and police brutality that was characteristic of the department for many decades? It's sort of a question and opinion. Yes, I don't think these uh, very critical um, performance measures that I, or metrics that I um, listed are, they're not new. That's that's as um, and and they're not unique to Kansas City, you know. 
look at Kansas City, Kansas. They have had all kinds of problems uh, with uh, crimes not being solved. And and uh, if you read the the paper about that, those there, um, that's a problem too. It's um, I think it there is there are ways that it has changed in that um now the popular population is flooded with guns and it's one thing to arrest somebody that is unarmed and and um the best they do is have a knife uh that's not nearly as dangerous as as it is now and so that's very different than it was even oh 30 or 40 years ago uh so policing gets more complicated as as there's more hostility and the citizenry is armed um so it isn't a it isn't a new problem um but the culture within the police department i think can be changed um most police officers are not uh, looking to shoot first or to uh, abuse the person that they they arrest most police are are uh, honest hard-working dedicated people that are doing a hard job for not much money and really not much sympathy from the community but there are a few people in the police department that um, like on on two of these major uh, uh, court settlements, uh, one of the, uh, the two of the people that have been caused or were in a situation where the the police department now has has agreed to give up a good deal of money, they have been working together and and they were they were present at two different instances. Well, that suggests that maybe. If there is a culture problem. Maybe there's, uh, if there was um, more effective ways of dealing with a few number of police uh, officers, that might be effective. Um, but that's a matter that the police department has to has to handle. But they need to be motivated to handle it, and it doesn't do much good for any of you to go down to the police commission meetings and say they should do that because because the governor is the one they're pleasing not not here and so there isn't much accountability for it i'm asking this for claudine she wants to know if uh if uh st louis was successful uh maybe we should hire somebody from there i guess the, the real question would be can we learn from their organization? And I'm sure people are trying to do that, how how they got it done. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not the person that's really uh, knows much about that. But you're right. That's that's what we need to do. We need to talk to them and we need to look at what how they what kind of system they have now and decide whether or not that's what we want or something a little different. They may have now have some hindsight that would be helpful to us, too. Do you have some thoughts about the uh, somewhat militarization of the police department? Um, years back, there was some funds for 
from the federal government to come here and they built these SWAT teams and SWAT machines. And in my neighborhood, they were taking old houses and practicing shooting into these houses, mm -hmm. uh, scaring the whole neighborhood about it. But uh, could you have some thoughts on that? I think I have some understanding of why they did that uh, when the riots happened. Um, uh, yes, yes, I know. But the, the, um, when the riots did happen, the police, um, I don't think, felt like they had good control. Uh, and, um, of course, there is a, uh, I think, a, a significant portion of the national population that think the police should be armed more heavily and should be quicker to shoot than, than uh, uh, so. But I, I, I also think that that has a pernicious effect on the the local people. They see that and they see that, that it's easier to look at the police in a negative way than if you your main contact with the police is uh, on the street uh, and, and they're... Uh, friendly encounters with kids playing basketball in the back lot or that sort of thing. Um, so it's a, uh, I, I believe, if, if maybe I'm not right about this, but I think that there's less in, uh, emphasis on that now than there was a few years ago. I've got a, a question. Uh, excuse me. Uh, what is the opinion of this change by the um, police officers themselves, as represented by their union? With the, I believe they have a union. Yes, would, they do. Would, would the police union be in favor of this, or do you know? Um, I can't speak for the union, but I. Um, in my personal talking to people about this, I talked to a friend of mine who has a, a relative who was in, who has been a police officer, uh, and so this is third-hand kind of thing. But that particular individual thought that it probably would be a good thing. I think the police union is concerned that uh, they. They need to protect the retirement benefits and the and the money that, and they need, of course, to protect the the payment. And so they will be interested in that part of it. Um, if this change happens in a way that is um, transparent and and they have an, uh, uh, their voice can be heard in the process. I would think that they'll they'll be neutral, or, or they will have good suggestions about about how it might work. Um, the fifteen officers that are suing the police department, uh, I suspect they would mind having some help outside. How do conservatives justify being obsessed with local control when it comes to issues like gay marriage and abortion? And 
even a lot of financial issues, but then suddenly when it comes to uh, funding of the police and control of the police, they don't want that anymore. Well, it does seem inconsistent to me. Uh, I think we all sometimes think compartmentally. And if it sounds good, it may be inconsistent, but it sounds good. I I really don't know. I think that is a uh, that has not been a strong enough uh, disconnect to, to change public behavior or change public uh, uh, to keep conservatives from from opposing this kind of thing. Um, You are, uh, maybe this is the time to talk a little bit about Proposition uh, 4, the, the, uh, the Kansas, uh, the Missouri uh, Constitutional Amendment number four that we'll vote on Tuesday. Um, Senator uh, Tony Lucas, uh, Lucamar, I'm sorry. Um, was very upset when the, the mayor tried to uh, negotiate with the police commission. And he's the um, majority whip in the Senate. And so uh, he introduced a bill that would change the ratio of uh, the amount required by the city for uh, the police from 20 to 25 percent. And that passed. And then um, there became questions about, is that constitutional? Doesn't that uh, violate the Hancock Amendment to the Constitution that says the state cannot enforce a unfunded mandate? So Senator Lukemeyer's uh, uh, response to that was to introduce another bill, which is Proposition 4, that says we'll make in this case for Kansas City, or or any any uh, police department run by the governor, um, that's constitutional. Um, it seems to me that is playing to his base. Uh, his uh, his district is Buchanan County and um, Platte County. Um, most of that, of course, is not Kansas City, uh, but uh, he's very effective at, at you know, that's, uh, I'm not sure that Kansas City has the power at this point to, to keep that from happening. Um, the statewide vote on that could easily go against, uh, for, for that and, and require the city to, to put in that much money. Uh, it seems that was the response. Uh, he he interpreted uh, what the mayor had done as defunding the police, and so he's he's working against that. Um, Excuse me, but I'm still unclear on how it happened in the first place that. Kansas City and St. Louis were given over to the state. I'm still confused. 
okay. <laughs> um, at the time of the Civil War, Missouri was really split. It's not down the middle, but it was very, uh, it wasn't at all clear which way um, Lincoln was afraid that it might join the, the Confederacy. Uh, and a lot of people in in the state, uh, well, a lot of people felt very strong on both sides of that. And so the governor, um, in both cases, the Confederate governor at first, and then the following governor that was a Unionist, saw that uh, whoever had control of the police departments probably could make the difference. And so they just simply, and, and at that point they had the power to do it, and so they did. Um, and whether that was good, bad, or otherwise, really is beside the point, it happened. <laughs> and and it stayed that way a long time. Uh, and it would have stayed that way if, if uh, Tom Pendergast hadn't been a force to be reckoned with. But he had the power to the, the governor wants to please the this guy because he can deliver a lot of votes, and um, that's how it got started. Well, thank you very much, Mark. That was very in, informative. Uh, uh, next week, program is defending free speech with Toriano Porter. He's a national award-winning opinion writer. Uh, with the Kansas City Star editorial board. So that should be a very interesting uh, and, and a, a timely uh, program. So thank you for attending the forum. Thank you for tuning in to the All Souls Forum. Keep your radio dialed to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, for your Jazz Afternoon with KC coming up immediately followed by The Boogie Bridge with Jason Vivoni, and then the Heartland Labor Forum at 6 p.m. In the meantime, have a great day.